on the toaster pop. Love it. Hey, man. How are you doing? I, I guess we got a double dip there. Excuse me. Wow. Oh, I, I, I can't quite hear you. Ah, there we go. My mic was muted. There it is. There <laughs> uh, what's up? It's a movie toasty show here for you. Dennis and Adam joke about orgasms and sweet movie reviews. We talk about TV too, right? I, I think so. Yeah. 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 Episode hey, 182, Dennis. What's going on, man? Oh, you know what? I've uh, been been keeping busy with some stuff, but uh, I am excited for some films down the road. I gotta say, hell yeah! Oh yeah, Wh- which ones? Wh- what do you got? Look, I I, I know uh, not the biggest fan of the trailers yourself, but I'm always I've always been a sucker for film trailers uh just across the board even the long-running stuff that just makes no mm. sense when you finally see the movie but um fair enough well when you think of like film remakes i feel like there's like that short list you probably have in the back of your mind of like oh you know that sure. film is great you should never have to make it again yeah <laughs> that's never that everything's on the table these days that, this is true. This is true. Because apparently Roadhouse obviously needs to be yes. remade with Jake Gyllenhaal and Gyllenhaal. fantastic uh, selected uh, actors and performers in this film. But um, they just recently dropped that trailer. And Word. I just, I got to say, I'm a big fan of the original film. It's one of those where I'm just like, I, I, did we need to do this? I don't know. Maybe it could be fun. <laughs> and then I see the trailer. I'm like, I, this is not inspiring anything that I recall from the first one. Other than, you know, we're in a bar, we're kicking the shit out of some people, but that wasn't even like the whole movie. There was mm. a lot more arc to it, but you know, whatever. It's funny. I think it just premiered at Sundance or some festival. And I believe it's Doug Lyman's the director. And he did not go to the premiere because he's pissed because oh, they no. shot it to be theatrical. And I think it's just going straight to Paramount plus and he's uh, pretty pretty angry about that. Yeah, oh, I think it, I believe it's uh, Amazon Prime. Oh, Amazon, it's sorry, straight yeah, to Amazon Prime. Sense. Yeah, but uh, no, I, I I mean I don't blame him. If I was told all along you're getting some sort of theatrical release, which it genuinely looks like it should have gotten, but you mm-hmm. immediately see in the trailer some of the special effects were like, oh, this is something done. We assume you're seeing on the screen much smaller than that. And that was kind of a bummer, other than the fight sequences they depicted. Nice. I will say uh, that did look right. But, um, <laughs> I'm not going to lie. Uh, yeah. Roadhouse is one of those movies I've never seen that I know I should see, but I have not. It's, it is definitely something that stands a testament of the era it came from. Uh, it is... Um, but it's, I feel if it's well shot, it has a great soundtrack. The cast is amazing. The choreography is awesome. The stunt, mm. like, it's one of those things where it's like, oh, wow. As you're going through it, everything just is working the whole way through. Um, nice. It's, it's definitely, I mean, I, you hear about it, it gets referenced, and you, I kind of felt like that was enough. 
And then by the mm -hmm. time I finally got around to watching it, I was like, oh, wait, never. Okay. Like my experience sure. with Rainbow, it's like, okay, never mind. There is a whole other level that all of those references and things are just never going to actually address. And this is why we call back to it because it really is that good. We're not just making sure. fun of something. It's because we You're all showing can... reverence for it. Yes, truly. Now that's that's what it is. I I still think that one is it's it's like the Steve McQueen movie Bullet. It it's a mm -hmm. time capsule. That's one on one list. Made. It, well, there you go. That would be an amazing double feature. It's one of those where it's a time capsule of when it was made, and it is so just from that time and what it is. And oh, it's, dude. Crazy. There's a whole chapter in Tarantino's uh, book on cinema uh, just about that film alone, and what he's what he just wrote describing the characters and just some scenes. It's like that's some hardcore shit that like sounds like you probably couldn't pull off today. You couldn't, and I feel like I've heard of it in development for like years and years now of like a, a remake or some shit. I'm like, you just mm -hmm. you can't do it. That's one you can't do again. Uh, like, I mean, like, they'll probably attempt. Just can't do it again. Just... <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. What what, oh, what else do you got? So, so are you on board? Or are you going to be checking it out when it hits Amazon Prime in a couple of? I'm going to uh... be honest. It's 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 going to be deposited straight into my home. Why not? I, I want to give it a shot. Fair? I I don't mind You're paying for that. Hall. Like yeah, exactly. I've Speak already of... invested ah. in this movie, so. Shit. Are, are you gonna, uh, paying the extra couple of bucks uh, a year to get the commercial free prime? Or are you going to, you're going to stick with this, 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 this commercial that they're starting to feed into prime coming in the next. I week? honestly am so used to what it is as it stands. I don't think I see mm -hmm. a difference yet. Dude, Fair I, enough. I, I, we well, yeah. casually watch Pluto TV. Fair enough. Fair. I can't. Yeah, I can't things. fucking do it, dude. I don't know why. It eats at my soul. I. I don't know. And I like commercials, but I don't like watching the same commercial it's over and over again. Breaks, man, it's it's the that's when you get. Uh, you know what? I, you know what a built-in body break is? Pausing my my fucking TV. That's built-in body break. But I, one of the things I, I like about because I I think you will identify with this too. We grew up in this era of True. when things were shaped. To like, okay, we know we're gonna have you, to come to this. Yeah. Now this is where the edit should be. You really push your boundaries of like, do I really need to take a piss right now? I can exactly. wait. I can. I know it's coming. I know the break's coming. I'm gonna That's run. I, mean. I got like two minutes I know to kill. There's a small part of you that remember, like, sure, that was the do, thing. But does that make it good? I don't know. No, Not for me. No. But I get the but nostalgia the story, for it. I, I do. But the 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 story flow it makes more sense when we. I feel at least the scene comes to a resolution. You know, like it. Yeah. Instead of, oh, I need to pee now. I pause it. We're mid punch now. Hugh Jackman's about to slice off whatever on the. I don't know. Just whatever the thing is. <laughs> it, I don't like the casualness of that ability okay. to just stop the story. Because I was yeah. uh, one of the films I'm reviewing today, it had such a wonderful cadence. I had to pause it several times, and it was so disruptive because it mm. is like someone is just mid swing on a punch, or the the thing is diving through the whatever it is. Like, yeah, I, I don't like the casualness that it can bring up just pausing stuff. Like, it's it's fine if we if I've seen it a lot. But if hmm. I'm experiencing something for the first time, I kind of like that limit. Like going to the movie theater. You can't pause that. You <laughs> got to decide whether or not sure. I'm about to miss the next scene if I really <laughs> need to pee that bad. 
Yeah. Um, and that's, yeah. I don't know. The, I get it, I get I'm, it. I'm, I'm, like, I'm it, not trying to sit out of that. Yeah. Oh, no, 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 of course, of course. I, I just, but I, I also don't like, I guess the other thing that pisses me off about stuff like Pluto and and places slicing in commercials is the timing of commercials on some of these things. They'll cut at oh, the most obscure yeah. moments, and that just takes me out. Or, it's or like, you're like, should it? I don't know. It's weird. Thing, right? Like, no, I'm with you on that. Yeah. It's, it's just when it's like, um, like Amazon used to be where it would be like, okay, if I got to watch two little ads before starting the whole fucking movie, okay. Sure, I can, I'll do it. Give me that long three-minute commercial. Sure. Exactly. All right, I'm going to watch a five-minute trailer for the boys. Okay. Um, yeah, I can do that. Exactly. I can walk in. I can go fuck off for five minutes and come back. But yeah, if it's every not? 12 minutes, I'm seeing the same three ads for the That's next where it gets three me. and a half hours. Yes, I am with you. That's where it's like, it, mm. it's that... Uh, I don't know. There's the trade-off, I guess. I, fair uh, enough, fair I, I totally yeah. understand. I totally understand that. Um, <laughs> but see, this is all, what it's all about, folks. True, Differing true. experiences, opinions, and watching movies here on Movie Toast. Yes, Just like I know all of you sure. guys have your your. Oh no, I. You asked me about what the other trailer, and I was just already yeah. trying to transition. You son of a bitch! You're trying to try to segue right? into polls, but it's not happening, buddy. I was trying to segue, but you know what? You're it was right. good. You were doing it. It was happening. I was ready to hit the button. And then you're and like, the wait guilt, a minute. Let me go back. The guilt kicked in. <laughs> I was just, nope. He said uh, it. I, I, nah, I just power through. Me. Pretend it didn't happen. Nobody would ever know. We'll come but back. now you we'll open Pandora's box. Now, you know what, guys? You open Pandora's you're you're going to have to listen till the end of the show to find out what else. Oh, the post credit? All so, right. Okay. Bam. I like that little teaser. But until then, there's a jingle jangle. I know Adam and I fucking love in the show. Holes. All right, so up first, I have a poll. Last episode, 181, I reviewed the book of Clarence starring Lakeith Stanfield. So I wanted to know what the Toasty's favorite Lakeith Stanfield film was out of the following. I'm talking Uncut Gems, Knives Out, uh, fucking Get Out, a lot of outs he has, and Straight Outta Compton. That's like three outs in a row. But Yeah, he likes that. Uh, Any of these sit sit with you? I don't know. (laughs) hmm. You're like, none of them, never seen them. No, I was like, I've seen all four of them. And that's kind of tough part is like they're, you, hmm. you chose great things. They're all very different tones. I love. But he's not always the star of these, unfortunately. Exactly. I almost put in I, the one that I know you would have voted for, probably the old haunted mansion. Oh, right. shit. I should have also put my favorite one in there. Uh, sorry to bother you, where it was a telemarketer. Fantastic. Oh, film. shit. Yeah. See, uh, look, this, this guy's all over the place. Now, that's, that's the whole thing right there. I, uh, big fan of the. And at least as much of a fan of the actor of all the six mm-hmm. movies we just named, but um, <laughs> get out his, that, that painful performance mm-hmm. he depicts of just, Oh, chilling is, is that was so gut wrenching. Yeah, absolutely. But I really enjoyed straight out of Compton, but I, I think I get, bright. I mean, fucking, uh, <laughs> kicking into a review later on. Exactly. Oh man. Um, I think Get Out, though, I just want to go back to the uh, Michael B. Jordan, man. Like, I. Mm, yeah. I get it. Oh, I agree. Oh, my God. 
No. Uh, <laughs> Jordan Peele? Let's take that back. Jordan Peele. Fuck. I just... That was the... <laughs> I was thinking of the trailer I was going to talk about later that we're not talking about yet. So. Mm, Monkey Man. All right, we'll, we'll talk about that later. We'll talk about. Uh, that later. I haven't watched it yet, but I'm I'm excited to hear what you have to say about it. All right, so the Toasties have spoken, Dennis. Zero percent for uncut gems. I'm a little shocked by that. Like I know he wasn't a major player in it, but it was a big movie, so I figured maybe people would vote for it. But uh, now they said, "Fuck it." Makes sense. Makes sense. Uh, then we have a smooth 16.7% for straight out of Compton. Once again, he Fair was kind enough. of a co-star, not right. a main, but still a good performance. I, I really like um, this. Dog, that was awesome. Right. And then uh, we have 33.3% for Knives Out. I really enjoyed him working uh, opposite of Daniel Craig as that fucking Longhorn fe- Leghorn fucking character. It was that, there were just so many, like, yeah. That's such a demanding thing with so many voices in that film. That's why I, mm-hmm. I had a hard time choosing that one specifically just among everything else. Yeah, but I felt like he kind of held his own up with all these kind of crazy actors. Like he did. Playing the straight man, which, which was kind of nice. Absolutely. Yeah. But Absolutely. Like, like, you, like you voted 50% half all the way in for uh, Get Out. Like clearly he killed it in the few, very few scenes he was God. in. It's that horrifying just expression he gives of just you. It's, mm, it's, chilling. Like it's too. It's too late. You're already nope. this far. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh God! God. Is he with the with the? Uh, yeah, he he's he's married to a uh, older white woman, right? But yeah, his character. Yeah, yeah. chilling and it was, stuff. It was that, that all that conversation out in the garden just was so disgusting. Mm. I. Oh, when you really when it really starts setting what's going on in there that was so uh-huh. done yeah Ugh. and uh, also on episode 181 i reviewed the film all of us strangers uh starring andrew scott and uh, he's been in a lot of tv series so i wanted to know what the toasty's favorite series that andrew scott was in out of black mirror he was in season five episode two uh smithereens uh, Fleabag, okay. he played the priest. Uh, Sherlock, he played Moriarty. And Band of Brothers, I assume he played a soldier. I don't know. Uh, yeah. Damn it. I know I've seen through that. I can't recall that episode of Black Mirror, but I've seen Band of Brothers through like three times. So I mm. should. But it's such an older show. It's like hard to probably remember uh, everyone who's been in it. <laughs> Damn. Understandably. Oh I mean that I uh, naturally I feel like that would be the direction I'd go. It was such a moving show and very impactful to me mm. that I I would have to in that direction personally, I guess. For for me, for I remember would... who it is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, you'd have to see the guy's face to know who he is. Uh yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm gonna look at it right but... now. Yeah, I, I just <laughs> Yeah, as you do that, I'll roll through some numbers here. Uh seven point seven percent for black mirror. Uh, we have a tie here for 15.4 for both Sherlock and Band of Brothers and leading 61.5% for Fleabag. Who doesn't love a priest that gets drunk and uh, has sex with uh, our main character in the show? Sure. He gave a great performance. Great, great actor. And I think he has a new uh, Netflix show oh. that uh, I'm intrigued by that I want to check out. Speaking of uh, of uh, Black Mirror, did you see? Supposedly, now they're they're spinning off and giving the USS McAllister its own actual series. 
that oh, uh, knockoff of Star Trek. So a little would it later, be the show he watched, or would it be? I assume. Yeah, I don't know. Damn, that would be some twisted shit. Um, yeah, interesting. Okay, I mean, it seemed that's funny because it seems so fleshed out. But you're right; all they would have to do is kind of mimic a lot of pre-existing mm-hmm. sci-fi TV series tropes, and just give it some uh, dark undertones. Yeah, right. Or is it like, or is it the years and years of him going back into? I mean, that could be that. interesting as well. Exactly, because they're all starting to figure it out. Because by the time. But that girl comes gets stuck in there. They're all just mm-hmm. like in tears, freaking out because it's just this repeated hell. But maybe it's oh, that first time they try to resist him or something. Hmm. Fuck! What a great show. That it is. That I mean, is. yes, they've had some misfires in the later seasons, but still enjoyable and unique. Yeah. You got almost like a black. Your... Oh, sorry. sorry. I was going to say no, like, no, no. I mean, when you throw that many stories out, like it, you're bound to miss a few, but. You just keep trying, yeah. and I appreciate the effort of at least... You never know what's going to hit. Picture. Exactly. Yeah. I, I, I'm along for the journey at that point. I'm not... Uh, like, it's a great... It's great how they can have all these different actors. You're, you have episodes that are based in the UK, episodes in America, and it's just cutting back and forth, and you're mm-hmm. still getting unique, interesting, one-off stories. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. I wouldn't uh, mind another Choose Your Adventure. Just saying... Love to, you know, that, that was a good one with Will Porter. Yeah, yeah, good, good little episode. Good time, good time. Yeah, almost like a uh, fucking Black Mirror episode. My first film uh, reviewing is ISS. I think it's just a superstition. We have seen pictures, but this is. We don't talk politics. Key aware. One. Hey guys. Wait a minute, what the what? hell is going on down there? Oh, whoa. We gotta get up now, guys. Let's get out. Oh my god. Houston, do you read? War has broken out below. And we were told to take the ISS by any means necessary. If we got orders from our government to take control. What do you suggest we do now? The Russians got the same orders as us. And they just struck first. Struck first. We're evolved species.
International Space Station, Dennis. Uh, so essentially, mm. this is about six astronauts up in space at the International Space Station living in harmony. You get three American astronauts, three Russian astronauts. Uh, one morning, they look out of their little hub down at Earth, and it looks like lava is spewing all over the planet. They don't know what's happening. Each each uh, group goes to their computer, tries reaching out to their like hub back home, mission control to see what's happening. And one side gets a message saying that America and Russia are at nuclear war with one another, and they're told to take control of the ISS by any means necessary. Uh, and that's then then they lose connection. And then it's grappling with, did the other side get the same message that we got? Are we going to pretend mm -hmm. we didn't get it? And how, who's going to do what? Like, how are you going to react? Can you trust the people that you think you know and love? And uh, shit gets really crazy in this movie. It's, uh, I, it's been getting yeah, ripped apart, honestly. Really, yeah. I loved it. Like, because it's such a contained space. It's a small section. And the CG looks really good. The acting's really good. We got a pretty fun cast, I think, here. We got uh, Chris Mancina, uh, Adriana DeBose. Uh, fucking John Gallagher Jr., uh, Pilo Aspect. I'm gonna fuck his name up, but uh, homeboy Russian guy from Game of Thrones, and it's just sick oh, yeah, people, yeah, yeah. and it's really interesting because awesome. It it containers are so fucking fun. I like sticking yeah. within boundary. So now that's like the concept mm -hmm. of this sounds so awesome. I would. I'm definitely gonna yeah. watch this. Uh, at some point, I'm sure this it's is totally it's worth out. checking out. Yeah, hundred percent. And like, like I said, unfortunately, some people aren't digging it. But I had a blast watching it. Like, yeah. everything was going for it. The acting was top notch. The story was rich. Uh, the sets were believable. Uh, the CG was pretty good. Just watching them kind of floating around was fun. And I don't know. It was contained. It was quick. It didn't feel like it dragged in any parts. Uh, and it's just interesting because you don't even know who to trust as as you're watching it. You're kind of you want to settle with one side, but then you kind of want to trust the other side. And it's just really fun. I'm going to give ISS two and a half slices of toast. Uh, some some scenes were a little cheesy. Nice. Uh, nice. Some CG was a little cheesy, but overall it stuck the landing, I think. Oh, there we go. Hey, yeah, that's well worth the trip, man. Heck yeah. Um, up next, I have. <laughs> I have a new little uh, erotic thriller starring uh, Martin Freeman and Jenna Ortega called Miller's Girl. What's your name? Cairo Sweet. I'm Mr. Miller. I'm assuming that you got one of these before. I read the whole list. Well, there's 12 books on that list. Party hard. Always said I was a good kid. What is an adult? Always said 18, languishing in the wilds of nowhere, Tennessee. Don't you get scared walking through those woods? I'm the scariest thing in there. <laughs> I want you to write a short story in the style of your favorite author. Are you offering me special treatment, Mr. Miller? Well, uh... <laughs> John here is prepping her to be his transcendent. Is she pretty? Oh, she's talented. Damn, even worse. 
What are you bragging about? I've been inspired. I've had no achievement. Make him love you. She'd open her mouth to say something. But the words fell away. Why did you write this? This is inappropriate. Write what you know is what you say. If you don't rewrite this, I'll have to fail you. I dare you. It's like he's been living in grayscale and you're the first thing he's ever seen in color. You are the adult. Show some responsibility. You're my student and I'm your teacher. That's all. If she can convince them that something happened between us, I could lose my job. It's not all you could lose. You can ruin his life. In your own words, how did it start? Uh, I didn't know anything about this movie, but uh, it's about a uh, high school teacher played by uh, Martin Freeman, and he has a pupil. He He's a washed-up writer. Uh, he had one book written. Nobody really knew about it. Uh, he's teaching high school, and he has this one student who's really kind of mature, I guess you could say. She She takes literature seriously. She reads these literature high schoolers don't read, and uh, mm-hmm. she becomes infatuated with them and wants to kind of push boundaries and kind of becomes obsessed with them. And it becomes this kind of will they won't they kind of thriller is, is I don't know. It's, it's kind of weird. It's unsettling. It's (laughs) it's kind of a slow burn. Yeah. They're really over sexualizing Jenna Ortega here. And you know she's older than than a high schooler, but it's just kind of weird because sure, you're like, all right, he's a married real, man, right. he's a teacher, yeah, yeah, exactly. And how wrong the context is, yeah. And they make it his wife is an alcoholic writer who doesn't even believe in him. She thinks he's a washed up writer. She doesn't respect him. Nobody really respects him besides this girl. So he's finally getting that gratitude he's always wanted. And the attention, yeah, oh, yeah. God. Uh huh. And so weird. he gets Uh-oh. a little extra, extra attention than other students, and they're a little closer. He doesn't really overstep boundaries, but he does at the same time, and it's just unsettling. But it's shot beautifully. It looks rich. Uh, the writing's pretty sharp. Uh, the acting, you know, they're pretty two pretty good actors here. But it's just like, sure, I'm sure. not rooting for anybody in this story because everyone's kind of deplorable. Even his best friend is a coach at the school and he is, he flirts with students. He has pictures of students. And I'm like, oh, this is fucking gross. But he's a likable character. And it's just like, I don't care. Well, I mean, I didn't maybe there's any something to be said people. about the, the writing of it in that, like, because you reacted so strongly, because obviously all of these things are just yeah. morally deplorable. It's that sort of just like, oh, I, did. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It, it sounds intriguing in that, like, oh, it if is. you're able to make me feel so, like you're saying, so strongly about it's like, that's, 
they seem to be doing yeah. it right, even if it's yeah, grody. <laughs> <laughs> and it's kind of unsettling. You get a lot of moments where you just want to laugh, and like me and another person in the theater were laughing, and then like the other, there was only like three of us in the theater. Like the guy behind me wasn't really laughing, but another guy was laughing, and I'm like, all right, he gets this black dark humor, and uh, but like the sets were kind of rich. Uh, it kind of had this gothic vibe to it a little bit, and I don't know. Overall, I, I had a good time watching it. I wouldn't say rush out to the theater and see it, but like if it's on a streamer in a couple of months, I'd say it's worth checking out. I'm going to give Miller's Girl, currently in theaters, two slices of toast. Yep, uh, fair enough. Yeah. But you got a new uh, Netflix film, I believe, right? I do. I do. Um, it's, it's, it's one I am... <laughs> I randomly stumbled upon, but as soon as I saw the uh, particular cast that uh, showed up in it, I really wanted to. I really wanted to check it out. Uh, it's the new. Uh, excuse my pronunciation of the name, Ma Dong Suk, the South uh, Korean actor that starred in Train to co-starred in Train to Busan, mm-hmm. is this badass action flick called Badland Hunters. <laughs> Yeah, This is a post-apocalyptic universe where, I mean, it's not one of those where it's like, oh, it's a zombie outbreak or it's a this or that or whatever. Uh, there was just a really bad earthquake that happened, kind of decimated that landscape. Water's really hard to come by. But there's this doctor that he was experimenting on some really fucked up um, reptilian sort of regrowth experiments to try, like, uh, an attempt to make the human body withstand a whole lot of abuse, punishment, regrow limbs and stuff because his daughter was dying and he was huh. struggling desperately to figure out how to cure her. But in the process, he killed a hundred people. The The police kick in the door. Uh, of, he's about to employ his like most recent version of the serum and then as he's like sticking the uh syringe in this is when uh the earthquake hits comes crumbling down oh shit um small police like all of the SWAT team they get killed there's a couple of survivors that live through the event and it's the whole setup being 
there's some fucked up shit out there in the desert, but there's these small <laughs> blossoming communities three years later after this event that are just doing what they can get by. And that's when we meet our heroes um, <laughs> that are, they're just kind of local hunters. They acquire meat and they trade their meat for other people's local wares. So uh, there's, a, there's a promise of an amazing far off land. You can go live there, but it turns out this is where this doctor is practicing all of his experiments once our characters get there. Uh, it's The story is not like outrageously surprising, but what's really fun is the ride itself. And the cast just kicks the shit out of this movie. I, every nice. frame of this thing not only is shot well, but it's their performance is really funny. I mean, I don't fucking know Korean, but the, <laughs> the way they're carrying themselves in frame and just the way everyone's talking to each other, I just kind of, I feel like I really appreciate the cadence of things. It's it's funny at the right times. It's serious at the right times. And it's just badass over-the-top gore at the right times, too. And nice. it's a wonderful mix of all of those things. The runtime isn't even that long. It's only an hour and 47 minutes, and it goes by like oh, lightning. Because once the story starts, you're just banging through scene to scene. Uh, we already know this uh, because, uh, I mean, he was in Internals. Like I said, he was in Train to Busan. Mm -hmm. His combat scenes are just so badass. And just, he he already knows what to do and how to carry himself through all this action that it's just so entertaining to see all of the sequences take place. And it never gets dull. Either... We're watching something badass happen, or we're cultivating more story, building the intrigue, and we're and it honestly starts to bend in weird directions by the end when you finally get a couple little, not big twists, but they just reveal some fucked up things at the end that it just were kind of oh. a fun ride to go on, and it's it was a lot of fun. I wasn't expecting nice. literally zero from this. I went into it blind, but I watched the Netflix trailer, which is where I watched the film, folks, and. Uh, Badland Hunters, I will give three slices of toast. It was so cool. Um, it's just one of those fun, action-y movies huh. of just suspend the disbelief, go for the ride. There are going to be things that are going to be over the top. Like I said, it's gory as fuck. This is a, it's a hard mm. R, not just in the language, but just the gore gets pretty ridiculous but I kind of found it entertaining nice. because it was too ridiculous. <laughs> so I, <laughs> it was a fun time. It was a fun time. That's man. awesome. I, I, like, I really think you, you would dig me, it. <laughs> you, once you gave me the title when, today, when I was putting this uh, slideshow together, I'm like, ah, shit, that, that just sounds like a good title. Then I saw the poster. I'm like, that looks badass. And it's funny. Like you mentioned this actor, our lead star here, who's a homeboy from train to Busan and the Eternals. Yes. When I was on uh, Korean air, when I was flying to Seoul a couple of months ago, they have Korean movies and American movies on board. And when I was mm -hmm. looking through the Korean movies, I saw this guy in like, eight to 10 different movies available on the flight alone. And there were all different genres. This guy nice. apparently can do it all. Like he's I want to see more of him in America. Back through his IMDb in the last like decade, he's pumped out like anywhere from three to five movies a year. Spinning. I believe it. Different genres. Like, that's it. Like this, he can fucking do it, man. No, this is, this is, uh, man, I, I will now mm. watch anything that he shows up in if he's a main character, at least. Like, <laughs> it, it just proves, yeah, he's got some stock in it and that he's going to execute it to a certain standard. That's for sure. 
But uh, there's mm. like two or three series I saw that he stars in. Like, oh, I, yeah. I'm going to go try to seek these things out now. That's like that's you're saying. insane, yeah. <laughs> and he's a great actor. Be good for yeah. I'm, I'm intrigued. This is on my list. I'm going to definitely check it out after that recommendation. Seriously. Oh, no, dude. It, it's, mm-hmm. it's fun. It's fun. This is one of those nice. I think you're going to get. If, if someone's walking through the living room, they might uh, might get mm. drawn in where it just... <laughs> Like I said, there's a, there's just enough comedy in the right scenes, um, mm-hmm. and it, it's just enough intrigue. But just the visuals were were great. Now the only thing I will Badass. say is some of the CG is like it it gets shredded a little bit. But it I can forgive that when they have so many practical effects that exist in this movie. That was nice. very impressive. And then it's like I said, the writing isn't like nothing's a big surprise, like except mm-hmm. for like one or two little things. But I can forgive that when the whole journey is a whole lot of fun. So, Fair enough, fair enough. But I also got excited because the title of your film kind of sounds similar-ish to my next film. I have a movie that's coming out February 16th uh, in, mm-hmm. into theaters called Land of Bad. You are having a very pleasant day. Blessed. Then someone rains on our parade. They removed one cancer just to find another. This is not the conversation we should be having right now. We're going after a CIA asset that's been captured. Is this your first mission in theater, JTAC? Second. Do me a favor. Keep up. The last thing we need in this office have to save your ass. <laughs> Guys, local militia. Yo, hand over in five. I'm ready. I have your eyes in the sky and the bringer of doom. Subtle. I got movement. We got a situation. RPG's 12 o'clock. Incoming! Weapons away. Reaper, you there? Reaper. We're here, playboy. You gotta get your ass on the move, son. Come on, soldier. Hang in there, okay? Blackbird, can you stay in the area? Yeah, get him! Come forward, come forward. Playboy, are you injured? Can't talk right now. I get it. This is not where you want to be. Okay, it's not here. It's not here. It's here. Three hostiles heading your way. Do not move. There's no way I am off this off. Remember you train. This is gonna get ugly. Our priority is protecting the men and women who serve this country. Five, four, three, two, one. You gotta move, man. Uh, I knew nothing about this movie. It was a, a mystery movie uh, that Regal Cinemas recently put out. Uh, it's about a Delta Force team that's going on a rescue mission. And uh, unfortunately, everyone in this task force essentially dies, except for a rookie officer who honestly wasn't really supposed to even be there. He has to get to a, an extraction point 
which is pretty far away from where he is and, and kind of avoid all these hostels. And it's literally 48 hours of him going through hell. And he's kind of being guided and kind of has connections to this uh, drone operator pilot who's kind of watching him from afar, trying to keep him under un- cool under pressure, help him out. Okay. And it, it, I knew nothing about it. And uh, the drone operator is played by Russell Crowe and the uh, rookie is played by Liam Hemsworth. And uh, oh, honestly, this movie, once I saw it, because it's a mystery movie, I didn't know what it was. And I'm like, fuck, it's a war movie. I don't care about this bullshit. And and I saw Russell Crowe. I'm like, all right, Russell Crowe, he's a good guy, good actor. And like, you're seeing him at the base in Reno, Nevada. He kind of seems like he has OCD and like everything pisses him off. And all these rookies are watching like NBA playoff games. And like, he's just getting pissed off as like, nobody's doing their jobs and i'm like i can get behind this character i i i, I totally get it and then like you jo- you keep cross-cutting to this team giving this rookie shit saying hey you better keep your 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 your, your cool out there because if anything happens we don't have time to save your ass and then ironically they all pretty much die and it's like haha looks like the rookie knew what he was doing but the action was so fucking like intriguing and mm-hmm. intense like the ex- there was explosions. They they were fucking great and in your face. It was brutal, bloody. Uh, it, some of it played like a first person shooter, and it just was gripping. And I was totally on board this whole time. Like, and they would cross cut. There was a really intense scene uh, later on in the movie where essentially Russell Crowe already put in like w- well over the amount of overtime that he's allowed to get. And he's sent home and you see him going shopping at like this fucking store looking for uh, food for his pregnant vegan wife. And like, he's just being goofy going around shopping and it's cut with the most intense shit you'd ever seen as like this Liam Hemsworth is going through hell. And then you just keep always having something to cut away to that's intriguing, but it's like, Oh, I kind of want to know what's going on with fucking Russell Crowe looking for some vegan fucking nut goat cheese but holy yeah. shit holy that guy just did that over here with liam Hemsworth. it was just the perfect amount of like comedy and action but it's not a comedy movie but it has these moments of brevity that it, it really takes you out of it mm-hmm. in a good way and then it's just bam in your face action like and i think it's roughly right around two hours but it was a thrill ride okay. to watch they have a bad nice nice yeah I, I believe it's going to have a theatrical release uh, right around Valentine's Day weekend. Uh, so if you don't want to watch anything cheesy, you can get behind this one with <laughs> Russell Crowe. And it also has Luke Hemsworth. And I'm like, oh, shit, two of the Hemsworth is, but not the one I know. But all right. But I really, really felt like this this Liam guy. He, he really he was pretty good. Like, it was pretty believable. And there's some other faces in there that you'll kind of be like, oh, that person or that person. And it, it was really fun. I really liked it. Nice. I, I, I said, if you like that type of movie, I highly suggest you oh, check sure. it out. If you don't like it, also worth checking out because it's not my cup of tea, but this one worked. The title of this movie is Land of Bad, and it hits theaters February 16th, and I'm going to give it two and a half slices of toast. No, you, you told me on the concept already, and then it sounds like the uh, the Hemsworthiness is is pretty high. Mm. You get the yeah. blood of two of them within the film. <laughs> but it's so funny because no, I, I don't know the other Hemsworth. Yeah, no, it, it totally was. Oh, man. I think you'd like it. And, and the sound design is pretty boombastic and whatnot. Oh, 
Nice. From oh, the action. Uh, I'm yeah. always a sucker for that. Mm. Awesome. No, shit. No, you sold me on that, dude, for sure. Yeah. Sweet. Yeah. yeah. And I, 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 uh, our next movie, I kind of sweet talked you into it, but, uh, I, uh, I'm intrigued to see what you have to you say. Really about had to it. my fucking arm, man. I was like, oh, what's this? A movie about football and Snoop Dogg? Oh, man. <laughs> fuck. I, I would never want to watch that. Are you kidding mm. me? Oh, yeah. As soon as you told me what the plot was, like, oh, I'm sold. I am all about it. We're talking about nice. the underdogs. America loves a superstar. I'm Jason, two J's Jennings. I was a football legend. But once you reach the mountaintop of greatness, everybody wants to see you fall. Two J's just got smoked. Damn! You pled guilty to charges of speeding and damage to city property. I'm recommending community service with the Long Beach Recreations Department. I thought I was getting like some Martha Stewart kind of treatment. You too good for the community that raised you. From the depths of the sea, back to the black snoop doggy dog, I am football legend, Jason 2J's Jennings, your new head coach. Legend. Let me get a picture with y'all real quick for Twitter. Some of y'all gonna get some girlfriends with this right here. Keys! Kareem! Jason! I've been trying to get back in touch with you for years! I know you've been thinking about me, and I know you've been trying to get in touch with me. Is that pretty much right? You just put a gun in my head. Relax, Jay. The safety was on. Oh, no. It wasn't on. What? Whew. Imagine that. Before we can be the best, we gotta master the fundamentals. Pretty boy, you missing pass after pass. You got on all that sweet ass swag. The next time you come out here acting like a fake ass rapper, we gonna kick your ass off the field. Stop acting like you got an album coming out. Ah! JJ, how you liking this game? Coach, this is a mess. I don't know what I'm doing. Do you remember what you were like when you showed up freshman year? You were a pain in the ass. I don't owe nobody nothing. Sound just like me. If you really want to win a game, stop pushing away your team. It was like a black prince's lair. Underdogs on three, underdogs on me. One, two, three. What's my name? Oh, yeah. I got your mascots right here. Beat Killer and Skrilla. Two dogs for two G's. I found them chained up in the back of the winner snitchers. Beat Killer and Skrilla. Two dogs for two G's. I found them chained up in the back of the winter snitchers. So this is as I like you worded it to me. What is it? A Mighty Ducks, uh, Bad News Bears esque film, but told in the mm-hmm. present day about a uh, like a sort of a pee wee football team coached by a ex NFL star played by Snoop Dogg. I thought I was scared. I thought he was just producing it. No, he's. Oh yeah, yeah. You think so? No, oh. no. It's funny oh because like I watched this with with one of my cousins, and he's like, "Snoop Dogg is acting," and I'm like, "Yeah, man, he's been in a bunch of things, but he's like he's yeah. starring in this." And I'm like going through his like profile of of movies. I'm like, "You're right. He's normally always like a tertiary character, but this was support him front yeah. and centered." Yeah. Right. I, it was an interesting story as far as like, so the fact that you've, you've got this NFL player and he's an asshole. He kind of had a, he had a spike in his career because he had some talent back in the day, but he got so full of himself 
it all come crumbling down when he just never found that team. It never worked out, right? Um, mm-hmm. He he comes from <laughs> comes from the hood and he comes from Long Beach. He's got that cousin that's like still <laughs> still banging that he that knows him by name and like recognizes him <laughs> off the street. Like Mike Epps, which was, Mike uh-huh. Epps stole every fucking scene he was in. He was oh, so yeah. funny. Um, His intro scene is my favorite, I think. Or oh, him talking yes. about the Mighty Ducks. Those two oh, right, scenes yeah. I really enjoyed. Gordon Pompey. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> when he, when, as soon as he said this, I go, I see why Adam said it that way. Um, yeah. But it, I, I recognized immediately it had a good amount of heart. I was not oh, yeah. right, like I was not expecting this. Like, even though it's like this r-rated tongue-in-cheek i mean we see a like a little league football team's worth of kids getting drunk off a light beer in a pool in one scene (laughs) and it's still just like so charming and i I still found it very motivating and i loved the underlying tone of the whole movie and the Mm -hmm. messaging that like and it just kept making me chuckle I mean, every scene. Oh, yeah. I had, had moments. Some, I was laughing at it. It was never, like, the dialogue was honestly not good. And <laughs> it was really no, not No, no, it was, it was bad. But what really, it was, it, like, right out of the get-go, what, what really got me was our intro title card, which reads like a script that you and I are working on that is just, like, oh telling God. you what you're in for right out of the get-go. It's like yes. a movie with kids but there's curses because kids say the most fucked up shit they curse way so more than you think shit. they do and it's yeah like you just it just goes into that snoop dog sort of tone and mm-hmm. just like okay and, and like but that was something that was honestly kind of reassuring to me and reassuring to me as the viewer of this film specifically of like okay if this is what i'm in for you're telling me right up front yep this is you know what you're getting into is. I can't be mad at what you show me after this now. Tongue in cheek, really bad. His his manager or agent is played by Cal Penn, and then he gets mad at him. He's like, "Fuck you, you Harold and Kumar looking bastard!" <laughs> and then there's a scene where where, he, where he's sentenced to court, and he's like, "Oh, well, like like Martha Stewart," and I'm like, "Ah, talking about his best friend Martha." It's got, there's it's so got many scenes. Sources, yeah, like, it's, you can tell there's those things that. He has to reference the people he enjoys, the teams he likes. I mean, I get mm-hmm. one of my favorite all-time New York Giants. Michael Strahan is in this movie. A <laughs> bunch of those like, football talking heads. <laughs> Gap- yes. <laughs> <laughs> I, I fucking love yes. that so much. And you know, Michael Strahan must have laughed so fucking hard at seeing oh, yeah. that go by. But it, it was so... Uh, that was the other thing. It's like, I I love watching my like Sunday football and stuff, and it hit all those marks. You had all the right faces. Uh, the way he talked about the game versus the way the players were talking about being in the moment, even at that age. Like it just took me back to those days of playing football in middle school and shit. And I, I loved that sort of set. Although it was larger than life, but it's like it's. To, I recognized it as growing up watching the Mighty Ducks, and then. I am now the age that I am, but trying to make a movie like that for me now, this is mm-hmm. how you would do that. And, and it's very by the book. Over it, like, it is. You There's know where it's going. Yes. But it's still enjoyable. And like, I love yeah, he's, he's, he yeah. has a podcast. 
he's recording it in his bed. He's recording it out by the pool. He's recording it in the car. It's just wherever he's at. He's like, I'm going to record this fucking podcast. And he's, and he's Uh, got that voice that I love that they kind of used it as like the sort of chapter or act break of like bridging mm -hmm. the scenes together. And he can just talk and flow. Like it just, I was just like, yeah, well, of course I would just listen to it. I would listen to that as a podcast on some, but uh, yeah, yeah, it was, I, I appreciated your warning of like, this is not going to be a great movie, but I gotta be honest. I had a lot of fucking fun and Val watched it with me and she's like, this was actually really good. I don't know what he's <laughs> I mean, it, I don't know. There was I, a lot I, of I was, moments I where I was calling things out. Like there, there's a lot of things that it's like, really like George Lopez is, is like, coach from high school but uh, george lopez yeah. in an age and they're about 10 years apart in age right. in general exactly like i was gonna say it's like we're not far enough i, I that's the first thing i said like aren't they like only a few years apart in age <laughs> like is this just so snoop can feel a little younger <laughs> like, like it's just uh oh, there was, yeah, the is, thing bugged me too oh yeah uh, but right. it, it I don't know there's so many little things that I called out, but overall I did enjoy watching it. But it's like, and you can tell that they shot, they like block shot a lot of things because like, oh, we're back oh at this God. scene and that scene. Oh, or there, sure. there's always like just the one parent there, the the love interest uh, for so the most they, part. The teams, the jersey colors and the names don't line up throughout the entire film. Mm-hmm. You have the brackets yep. for what the whole season looks like. And not only do they swap jersey colors, but mm-hmm. the names change, and then they go back to the green team and all that, yep. all that shit. But at one point, the enemy, like the the antagonist team, is green on the uh-huh. like. It, they, it's it gets silly. It gets very quite and, silly and like, that, like nothing <laughs> is at stake here. Like he's initially no. sentenced to do community service by picking up dog shit in the LBC. And then he stumbles upon this team and he's like, Oh, I just called the judge. And uh, uh, now I'm just going to coach you guys. That's my community service. And you're like, Oh, I know what's going to happen at the end of the second act. And I know how it's going to all be resolved. And uh, fucking nothing is at at stake here. Like he, he, uh, he screams at these kids. He swears at the kids. Nobody gives a fuck. He gets the kids drunk. Nobody gives a fuck. He drives this fucking, escalate onto the field all the time nobody cares they play on like some like weird youth park in the middle of like nowhere whatever right right. like it's just there's so many things that is just thrown out there but it works that's the charm of it somehow like it's you can tell that it was a very low budget thing but (laughs) they made the best out of what they had there's so many wild improv yeah yes Oh, yeah. No, I feel like there's certain scenes they only could just kind of have, like, a framework of the script, and Snoop can say whatever the fuck he wants. Mike Epps can say whatever the fuck mm-hmm. he wants. Everyone else needs to read the fucking dialogue so they yep. can go and do what they want to, which is fine, because it works in this, like sure. you said, it works in this film. But all those things you mentioned, I 100% agree, in that it's all just, like, these self-fulfilling moments of, like, I might be taking fragments of my personal childhood or, like, stories i've heard or my friends experiences and i'm going to put them depict them in this movie and then exaggerate them you know i'm going to turn that fucking mm-hmm. dial up to 11 and well you know like you said bad bad news bears we're going to make it so over the top and ridiculous that this is i guess the present day version sure. of this sort of story 
but it's I'm not the link later uh, fucking Billy Bob version. It's the more urban no. version. And, and it also kind of yeah. played a little bit like fucking uh, Snoop Dogg's version of like fucking Curb Your Enthusiasm. But I still I don't understand why he got community service or why he was in trouble. He got hit by a bus and then he got in trouble. I, I was a little lost at that. I don't know. It was. I think it was the suggestion that they could probably pin he was under the, under the influence of something, and then sped guess, out in yeah. front of like he was speeding. He didn't like. I really. I think it's, we we gotta pin the main character down. You know, it's it just. But I think we should have seen him drinking or something. We know he's getting high, but it's like we did should have seen him like Bombay scene. We gotta see him throwing mm-hmm. back the bottle while behind the wheel, right? Like maybe. Yep. I would like to believe they might have shot something like that, and maybe that was it. Like just didn't work. They cut it. it. Uh, cut it. Edited it. You don't just see it. We just let it happen, and we get that mm. crazy CG shot and of the LA bus. Oh, that bus was so bad. It's like what? This is like a Man. weird GTA style. This is fucking not an effects driven <laughs> orange <laughs> <light> bus. <laughs> It was but so obvious it, it was in LA County, like bus. Uh-huh. It's that classic gray orange. The orange like and up. gray. And then shot the whole uh. thing in Atlanta. So which makes sense. Oh. Good breaks. Good breaks. There you go. So uh, uh but and then to find out in the credits that Snoop Dogg has a youth football team. Like Dude, for uh, underage team since I kids. was in high school. No, he, I never knew that. Football. He had a he had a TV show. I want to say that only wow. lasted like a season or two on E. No, he like he oh, has wow. been like a youth football coach for over a decade. I mean, like that's that's crazy to me, but I love he's it. He's been so serious about it. No, it's it's pretty awesome actually. That uh, all of that, like you like you were about to mention, all all of the still photos they show at the end, like the main driving force of why he wanted to make the movie, which I get it. He's making mm-hmm. a movie to celebrate the concept sure it's kind of like a commercial for his league good more or less yeah and it's like i'm i'm all about that i'm yeah that i'm gonna support his particular league because fuck he's got the millions you fucking piece of shit but like well he needs all the money he gets he like one of like his old tour bus or something he used as his teams like fucking he he wrapped it in team colors and nice. hit it all out just for the kids to look. That's what they drove. There's a picture of it in the in the end of the movie. He drove that mm. to their games, and huh. I just the intimidation factor of like you're all sitting there oh, you're yeah. off your mom's minivan and how badly did they have to air it out, or did it just reek of weed when the kids were in it? Like that's I would what like I want to think know. He professionally paid for it to be all you know, like get it done right. I well, it was funny. It was that the the rival team, the way they rolled out in the field. I just mm-hmm. imagine, oh my god, yeah. it had to be what it was like when Snoop's team <laughs> rolled up on you, just came out American flag. Uh, we're, we're gonna shred your face off. Uh, <laughs> the spirit of the film, I I loved so much. Yes, um, yeah. it was funny. The logic is just out the window, though. You it just sure. really can't and, and the the, the kids, their kids. victory dances, or is the two day two uh, J victory? They're smoking two double blunts. J? You get these little kids double double fisting blunts, and it's like, okay, cool. We're at that point. Fuck it. Why not? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, 
what a what a what a decent little movie. This is over on Amazon Prime in a Prime Original. It's uh, yeah, yeah. It's definitely not for everyone, but it's not as bad as you no. could imagine. It. It's exactly. I I feel like it's so made for our generation, especially if you like have that kid you were already starting to put through that like youth league sport, mm. but you kind of want you just retained all of your memories of these things. This is a it's a it's a fun ridiculous movie it just yeah. it was such a trip man uh i want to give uh the underdogs two and a half slices i'll recognize its flaws but i i can't mark it against just the good time i had watching it that's for fair sure. fair enough yeah yeah uh i'm gonna i'll be close i'm gonna give it two slices myself but uh nice. yeah nice not bad yeah, definitely worth checking out if you like Snoop, you like football, you like a little uplifting family, family ish movies. It it is an R movie, I would say, probably R. It is. Yeah, it's like, yeah, yeah. Family ish is like honestly the best description of that. <laughs> Don't actually watch it with your family unless you're all like you know R rated yeah. and up uh, fans. But <laughs> yeah. But uh, I think uh, that pretty much brings us to the end here, Dennis. That it does. That it does. Yeah. Um, I, Adam, I, I got to mention, we've got a fair amount of entries into the film festival already. Yeah, I think so. It's like a, a surprising volume. So for folks, yeah, just one month in. Please, yeah, it's it's. Uh, the, the entries are going to get fast and furious before we know it. By the time we're catching up to things, please try to get your uh, short film entered as soon as you can. Um, mm-hmm. It's purely for the distribution of getting you guys in front of an audience. This is a low-cost, fun short film festival that we love sharing online. Uh, please come join us again. We had so much fun the last fucking three years now. Uh, yeah, it's going by quick. For this, exactly right. God, um, we've already got uh, some, maybe some toast themed entries. So something to consider. We have a fucking. Uh, we we have a short called Toast. Yeah, dude, we don't gotta hide it. Yeah, like, exactly. Like we were excited about a movie about a toaster in season one. Now we we're just dealing straight up toast in this shit. Hey, I love it. Still a high bar. Uh, Madame Grenier is is. It's still, a tough one. You gotta clear it there on the list. Our first ever Golden Toaster Award winner. That hard to beat. That it was. Oh man! But I we have so much fun watching your guys' films, and we're so excited to share the most creative, the most passionate short films that really just are flexing their muscles and getting themselves out there. Put yourselves out there and take that risk. Please submit filmfreeway.com slash movie toast the festival. Uh, it's it's always a good time. Come check mm-hmm. it out. At least come check it out on YouTube. Uh, this yeah, December TBD. So yeah, if I'd have guessed somewhere around like the fifteenth, sixteenth, normally normally the mid, week before Christmas. Yeah, exactly. A mid to mid month ish. Yeah, probably right around one of the nights of Hanukkah. Probably if I had to guess, I don't know. I'm not that's looking at a calendar that's or anything. A fair bet. That's a fair bet. Yeah, yeah, and it's free, free to watch. It's up for a weekend. And then it's gone. And uh, honestly, these shorts have been getting better and better each year. Like like Dennis says, we want to see your work. We always talk about these big Hollywood movies. 
but we like talking about smaller movies that some people would That's never have seen mm-hmm. because we know how much work and how much effort and how much fun and love goes into making these things. We want to spread the joy, man. And uh, yeah, I don't know. It's definitely worth doing, I think. But if you don't want to do that, we get a lot of social media accounts. We got fucking Facebook. We get TikTok, Instagram, uh, fucking uh, threads, uh, YouTube, all pretty much over at movie underscore toast. Please subscribe. Uh, yeah, it's it's uh, you're getting a video pretty much every day. Little clips of this live broadcast, different movie reviews, maybe trailer reviews, interviews with writers, directors, actors, whatever. Different things always popping up over on our fucking stuff. And uh, I don't know, it's 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 an all right time, I think. That's pretty but, good. Uh, That's pretty good. Yeah, maybe, I can't complain about it. Maybe you like the podcast. Maybe you don't like the podcast. Uh, there's only one way we can improve the podcast, and that's by getting your feedback. If you can go to Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen and leave a review or email us at movie our, our movie toast email address, which is movie toast news and reviews at gmail.com. Let us know what you like, what you dislike, what you want to see, uh, what works. Uh, maybe there's a movie or two that you want us to talk about. Tell Absolutely. us, let us know, please. Yeah. Yeah, we won't know unless you fill us in. And the the comments, the reviews, please, I highly encourage all of you to just voice your opinions. We're all about the, the fun community of watching movies together. That's how the show started. That's what we want to try to maintain. But mm-hmm. if if you're unable to let us know what you're thinking and you're just here to keep listening, keep watching, the only thing we could ask of you is to please, please stay toasty. All right, tell me about Riza Madden and old Monkey Man. Okay, so yeah, Monkey Man looks so badass. I mean, of course, I was drawn in by the Jordan Peele, like, Brookies. brought to you by. And then uh, the, the Dev Patel mention was like, oh, okay, mm. wait a minute, hold on. Did I say Riza Med? My apologies. Oh, yeah. Thought, sorry, sorry. sorry. We, that, we'll just clean all that up. It's all right. We'll straighten, we'll straighten the names out, please. Well, no, I haven't. I haven't seen. I've only seen the poster. I, I'm trying to avoid the trailers. I might do a trailer oh. talk, but I hear, I hear that this might be given John Wick action style vibes. Um, that is not wrong. It is so visually stunning, and just like the, the sets, the color, the wardrobe, the story even depicted in such a sm- like. I was just like, oh, fuck. I, it's one of those where I feel like I'm getting a strong taste of the story, but I haven't mm. learned near enough yet. The perfect volume mm. of that should be cut into a trailer. God damn. I, I am very excited for this one. It looks so fucking <laughs> cool. The music is awesome. Nice. And the little bit of comedy touched around was really funny, too, which I was not expecting. It was so serious, so serious. And then you get him like running into the pane of glass at the end of the hallway. I'm like, oh, okay, you made me laugh in the trailer. That's one solid <laughs> chuckle in a very well placed location. That was good. Uh, it. I'm pumped for this one. This looks like a good time. This is one I really want to see in the theaters. That's for sure. Uh, oh, I bet. I, yeah. Man, no, I just, I don't know. I don't want to overhype anything or like assume hey, too much. Please, why not? It. But it, it just, it looks really fucking cool. And 
it's it's a that sort of in camera fighting action where they're not doing a lot of swish pans oh, cutaways and shit, where you're it's it just looks so visceral and physical i was just like oh fuck yes okay that's <laughs> awesome and then i was thinking about the costumes the the wardrobe and stuff looks really cool you get these crazy out of context shots of it's people in in mat you see the you see the monkey mask and you you see all of these other suggestions of like god or goddess type characters or people dressed huh. in that wardrobe and it and it's very just it looks so awesome and i feel like it's it's a, a movie theater screen would do it justice mm. so i that's one i really that's why i don't want to wait for it to be on streaming because i want to see it in the scale that i feel like the film clearly was shot was to meant in. to be so, seen yeah yeah monkey man holy fuck nice. yeah i'm like i uh, I'm, I'm all oh, dude. Once I like heard the title, I'm like, that's a pretty cool title. Then I saw the poster, I'm like, that's kind of ominous and fun looking. And then seeing the names on the poster, I'm like, okay, pedigree there. That's right. pretty decent. So, right. Yeah. Yes. That, that sounds like a fun time. Thank you, Reddit sponsored ads. <laughs> Wait a minute. What? Oh, what's that? Okay. All right. Well, I will hey, click not? that link to YouTube. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god! Oh man, I think you oh. piqued my interest. I think after we finish up here, I might do a, a trailer talk on that, checking it out and Sweet. tossing it up this week. Yeah, and I also got to check out that Roadhouse trailer. Hey, oh. it's a, uh, it's only one one oh four right now, and uh, where are we at weather wise? When I last checked, it was thirty five degrees at eleven thirty three, and uh, wow, well, yeah, you know it's. It's 34 in snow, and now it says on my phone. And uh, honestly, I feel nice and warm. So, yeah, fuck it. But uh, we're about to hit an hour here. (laughs) Nah, it's all good. All right, I'm going to wrap this bad boy up. Thank you all for listening. Thanks for joining us, guys. Yeah, seriously, appreciate you joining us. Uh, Hope to catch you next time, folks.